All right, guys. So you're walking on a beach. Okay, just close your eyes. And imagine this. Mm-hmm. You're walking on the beach, mm-hmm. and your foot kicks a little lantern, <laughs> and you pick oh. up this lantern, and on this lantern it says you will be granted one collectible wish. Wow. Any collectible. You go statues. You could go six scale. Anything. You get one wish. Don't worry about money. Don't worry about anything. What are you wishing for? What would you get? Past, present, could be future? even future. Wow. I already know mine. What's the, yours, Dean? The Prime 1 VF1J uh, in Gearwalk mode. I, f- I wanted that statue so bad. And the second I had the money for it, it sold out. I was so devastated. <laughs> mine would probably be Prime 1 also, and it would probably be either the anime-style Ava Unit 1 or the Josh Nizzy variant, which I almost bought. I had the money and everything, and then a certain retailer, I was not able to communicate with them, and I decided to not buy that, but probably that. That's a good choice. Those are badass. Yeah. What about you, Ben? Is it a cop-out to say I would want that lantern to pay off my in-art two-pack Joker? Because that invoice is... Hellishly ominous at the moment. I know. Oh, do you have it already? <laughs> no, well, no, thankfully not. But I'm like, I was waiting for taxes to roll in, and it wasn't all good news. So I'm like, Jesus oh Christ. god. I know. I so, might, I might pull that trigger too, and I don't know. I'm stuck with that. I don't know. Yeah, I, I yeah. kind of want it, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, you can use it. True, the lanterns, right? Well, and I wanted, and I wanted a reissue of Joker ever since I got the DX11. I've wanted, I wanted an updated version. So I mean, it's the best out there. Wow. Yeah. Now, John, you rub the lantern. What are, what are we getting? Oh, I rub that lantern, I'll tell you. Um, Jack like Nicholson, third scale, Jack Nicholson Ooh. Joker. That I don't tense. care who does it. I just want it executed oh, to a team. I was going to ask if it exists or if it's just like in your head. No, like, it could be anything. It could be past, present, wish it. You could wish it into existence. You can wish it into existence. Wow. Love to see it. Yeah, that's wow. what I would do. Because be awesome. it's, it's... Does it uh, spawn on the beach and I have to carry it back to my car? How far away did I have to park? Well, no, you just... Is it? I hate sand. It gets everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Statue's all sandy that doesn't even key in. No, think oh, about when that. you rub it and do your wish, it just shows up in your display already. In your oh, house. Wow. Oh, yeah, it's oh, like oh. a double Everything way. gets rearranged? Everything. Oh, my gosh. Like, everything's That's perfect. That's a badass lantern, dude. <laughs> I wish for three more wishes. The only problem is when you want to put it in hover mode, you see a crack. Yeah, you see <laughs> Are you an angel? What? An angel. I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. He's got a billion toys. <laughs> you brought in a doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. Joy uh, Lockett here, Tillery Power. This is the true form of floor gang right here. Very nice. YouTube.com slash Collecting Weekly. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Big, big, big. Hey, guys. My name is Zach. I'm Dean. 
<laughs> I'm John. It's every week. It's every week. I'm John. Peace. And I'm Ben. I mean, I mean no disrespect by this, but we need to move John to the back of the order. So no, it's my up. fault. You know, I'm supposed to hit the unmute button while it's playing. I forgot. Oh, I, I was worried he was there stroking out. Or like, I wasn't welcome, too sure. Welcome to this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. It's a weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us this week in collecting. That's right. We want to thank everyone listening, joining us live, catching us on the replay, all the Patreonies, all of you, a bunch of sweet angels. What's going on, Bane? Oh, you're on mute, Zach. You hate to see it. Wow. Wow. Now I know how John feels. But, we have a great oh. show tonight. <laughs> Not a lot of news, but we are going uh, to have a good time anyways. In the chat, we got Toy Mafia, Two Country, Dante's Boneyard, Lane Kramer, Universal Key, Vane 21, DJ, Doc Smizzle, uh, there's a Spanish channel there. Uh, Pablo Meza, 12-inch Moose Dream, King Dingling, Yomo, Lane the Legend, Kramer, uh, Gotham Cenobites, Thor Gaming, Always Sunnyville. Look at this. Look at this. John's got a new avatar. Hey, Terry. What's going on, Terry? Oh, Look at nice. that. You'll love to see it. Sam Gist, Rafi. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Toy Cartel. Having dinner and watching CW. Toy Cartel, what are you eating tonight? Tell us. Let us Doesn't know. Doesn't it make that dinner taste so much better? Yeah, yeah, it's like a fine wine. Draw the line, thirty-five. James Nichols, um, Dean. We have a very special segment that all of the best shows start out with. Yeah, you guys ready? Yes. It's new this week. Yeah, yeah. What'd you get new this week? I, I don't know if you guys can tell. I'm in a new area. Um, I got a new desk in preparation for my punchline statue that'll be here in a couple months i guess i don't know i keep updating the fucking tracking <laughs> like where is it uh to no luck she's still somewhere in the ocean i guess um wow but yeah i rearranged my entire collection i used to be on the other side of those detoffs back in that dark corner the lights turned off over there um i still need to switch my detoffs around and then fill them they're currently empty um most of my figures are just on the desk here i don't know if you can tell um but yeah it was cool i i have i wanted shelves on top of my desk but i also didn't want to like drill into my wall so i was like dude i'm just gonna put these cool bookcases here and then i moved some of the shelves up so there's like cubbies you can see these graded comic books they're like just even with the desk that i have cubbies now i can stash stuff in there i have enough room for all my beautiful figures my my auxiliary a right here a my quarter scale 2b right here look at this or not to be (laughs) yeah all my robotech figures my beautiful statue that was never a visible on uh my other setup so and that ugly flag yeah, I had to move the flag. I was like, John would be way too happy if it's not on screen. So I absolutely had to move the flag 100% because of John. I was like, I'm not letting him have this one. The people want, um, the people want a collection tour. I've been asking you for months, Dean. They need yeah, it. yeah. Once I, once I finish the detox, I'll be able to do one. So it should be soon. I feel bad Fantastic. for the audio listeners, dude. You look so good right now. Anybody who's listening on audio, you well, make sure you tune in later. Do you, I like the fact that you're so much brighter. You're not going to be able to draw as secretly as you once did. Uh, but uh, 
Wait, I see you drawing a send it back. I'm drawing uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Vane 21 <laughs> says, can Dean explain what made Punchline the one odd first choice, but I've got it coming as well. Yeah, so I actually didn't know what the who the fuck Punchline was at all. And I was watching John's show, and it was like when it was first like shown off, I was like, what is that? She's so beautiful. I mean, she's gorgeous. And that really crazy kind of psychopath, the kind of girl you don't want to take home to mom, but you do want to take her home, you know? And so I just started, you know, digging into who the fuck Punchline was, and I legitimately fell in love. So... He beat his meat. It was like, I don't know. It was just like, you know, when you meet the one, you know. It's like I, the second I saw her, I was like, she's the one. So um, it was, I want to say it was still like a year and a half before it actually even went up for pre-order. But in that time, I bought all the comics. I have all her graded books, all the key issues. And yeah, single-handedly got me into Batman. Now I'm on a Batman kick. I'm looking up figures. Um to accompany the piece some cool batman statues nothing quite like john's that's maybe one day but not currently but yeah that's i just saw her and fell in love that's kind of the only thing i can say dante says he's trying to listen while at work fixing jets i'll go back later and check it out what a guy um i'm excited for you dean i'm real excited Definitely look forward Thank to that you. live unboxing. Yeah, it's it's going to go right in front of the flag. As you can see, the desk is longer than the shelves on purpose. So she could be right there. She'll probably still, her head will probably be like right here. That's a big statue. So, Wow. And the comic books will go in front of her. I'm printing out some little comic book stands. It's going to be it's going to be. She's dope. beautiful, yeah. Especially the bust with the stands. It's going to look really good. I think you're going to be happy. It's awesome, but oh. it's definitely going to bust, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> ben, what did you get this week? Yeah, so I walked into um, a comic book store, uh, Another Dimension Comics, here in Calgary last weekend. and or I, It was more during the week, I guess, like Wednesday, I think it was. And uh, I wanted to spend some money. I had just uh, got my money back from the DeLorean uh, story pending for later. But... Uh, I had a little extra money in my pocket, so I went into the store. This is kind of the, the place, if you're in Calgary and you want to be able to just buy a figure off the shelf, this is where you go. And they had 20% off of all of their Hot Toys and Sideshow collectible items. So that included statues, like the works. Um, but normally they don't have like newer stock. They usually have some like more of like the Grail pieces and stuff. And I told you guys a couple weeks ago I saw that General Zod. So that was actually the one that I was thinking about picking up because I wanted to go look at it again. It was a good price and everything. And then I saw Loki on the counter and I'd wanted to get the Loki, but for me, I didn't like absolutely love the likeness from what I'd seen from reviews. So I was kind of like on the fence with it. With the 20% off, it meant that I saved about $140 when it came to shipping and like uh, customs and all of the things. So it ended up being a great deal. I ended up, I was like, screw it. I'm just going to buy it anyways, brought it home, unboxed it. And Every day this week, it has captured my attention walking past the display. It is an absolute banger of a figure. With the helmet on, I still totally see the likeness to Tom Hiddleston. It is the only Loki figure I have in my collection, so I don't have any of the other previous versions to compare him with. I know the Dark World version was pretty pretty good. A lot of people really liked that one. Um, but I gotta say, if any of you have been considering this figure and it's on the fence, if you can wait for a sale, I still would recommend it. But even still, I think I would have been happy with this at retail cost. I have loved this uh, in the collection. Wow. Congratulations, Ben. Do you, um, 
when you take the helmet off, do you still see the likeness, or do you think it looks much better with the helmet on? I do more so with the muzzle. So, like, the secondary uh, look where you can put his handcuffs on and the muzzle and everything, then yes. A little bit less when it's just barefaced. A little bit less, for sure. Um, but again, Gosh. I've got nothing to truly compare him with, so it still looks like Tom Hiddleston to me. There you go. Uh, I don't know if it's Rafe or Rafe, but uh, this guy is asking, Dean, what's your favorite, or who's your favorite Batman, rather? Oh, boy. That's a big question. Oh, yeah, that is a good question. Uh, we talked a little bit about it on Ben's show on Sunday, I think. I'm I'm really starting to appreciate Keaton. Um Wow. I did really enjoy Batfleck, um, but he was also just like not very Batman-y. He wasn't. Batman's supposed to be like real dark and like doesn't joke around. Affleck's was more like always delivering the punchline, which felt a little more Iron Man than anything. But I did enjoy Affleck. But yeah, I, I'm now I'm leaning towards Keaton. Hell yeah. Not bad, not bad. Uh, so this week, I didn't buy anything new, but I printed some new things. Ben, I think you might appreciate this. So Victoria's 100%. a big fan of Majora's Mask, and um, I had printed her for Christmas a ornament-sized uh, Majora's Mask. And her brother, who's a huge Zelda fan, came over and was like, oh my god, this is the coolest thing ever. And she gave it to him, and I've, I've always been like, kind of joking with her, like, you, sh you shouldn't have done that, like... You know, that was like, it was like your thing. Like you, you painted it, it came out great. And so, um, I don't know. It took me a while, but I finally was like, well, why don't I just make this like much, much larger than an ornament? And it came out great. The print was like 15 hour print. Didn't use a ton of filament. Uh, did nice. some nice little tree support. So everything was nice and easy to remove. And, uh, she's going to paint it up and it's going to look awesome. And, uh, yeah, love that. Um, if you've followed the channel in the past, um, I had made an N1, uh, but there was some things that I learned on the first one that I wanted to improve on the second one, and so this is the second one that I've built, um, you know, for the N1, and I gotta say, this thing has been an absolute nightmare. It's like, literally, every single thing that could go wrong to this point has gone wrong, parts didn't fit together, weird, like... Uh, breakages on parts, parts that have already printed successfully, not printing successfully, parts breaking. Um, I, I got everything sanded perfectly smooth. Everything was good to go. And then I went to go hit it with the black so that I could hit the silver on top of it. Sprayed half the uh, N1 with black. Beautiful, beautiful, you know, first layer of paint. Turned it around and it just started spitting out paint flex. So I had to strip all that black paint off and re-sand it and refinish it. Just, just so many small things that have gone wrong, and I'm almost at the finish line with this project. I don't know what I'm going to do with the first one, but I don't think I'm making a third. It, this has been uh, a nightmare to do, and it has nothing to do with the file. It's all been you know, some self-inflicted type of stuff, but uh, I, I won't lie to you. I will be happy to see this done because uh, it just has not been fun. Yeah, um, it's definitely but, supposed to be fun, right? For you. I mean, that, that that's the yeah. point. And, and like, the you don't want it to be half, so... and you don't want to be half finished. And like yeah, you said, the... went 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 well the first round. You're like all excited. I don't understand. The first one went together yeah. like like you couldn't believe. And then, um, yeah, this one. And then even like right when I was done, and I was like, okay, like all I need to do is attach the engines to the to the hole. Um, there was like resin warping that I didn't encounter in the first one because the first one's engines were plastic. I mean, it, it's literally just been, like, just 
speed bump after speed bump after speed bump. But we got to keep moving on. We got to keep moving forward. Uh, Victoria is going to help me uh, painting some engine details uh, later today and then painting the yellow stripes. Um, and uh, then it's just got to get weathered. And in theory, it should be done. Um, but yeah. I gotta it's, say, I'm more excited to see what she does with that Majora's Mask. Not gonna lie, I am a huge Zelda fan, as you know. Do so. you do you like that game, Ben? I liked it less than Ocarina of Time. Ocarina okay, of Time is still my favorite game yeah, of all time, you? for sure. Uh, You're it was, a man you know, of culture. It was it was the aspect of the moon crashing into the ground every day that you had to do everything <laughs> before the moon would go down. Like that drove me nuts in that game. Whereas, like, I liked the pure exploration of Ocarina of Time back back then because that was like for me one of my like first like like big open world experiences where they don't. Take tell you where to go you have to kind of figure it out like if you want to get the big goron sword you have to do this mission you have to get the frog dude and like all the things so yeah but the water temple the water temple was a pain in the ass only because <laughs> of that one key under the floaty thing that you forget is there every time but yes <laughs> for sure there you go yeah well, but i'd love I... to see that when it's done so make sure you update us yeah i definitely will did but, yeah, you uh, also great. print ocarinas mm-hmm yeah. yeah, Ben wants one. I'm going to make one for Ben. Oh, really yeah, they actually, like, function is cute. Yeah, Vivi's functions a little too well. Is she fucking <laughs> runs around the house. Like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. Okay, fucking chill with that. Uh, but let's uh, let's get into some news. We we don't have a lot of news, so we'll be in and out of this news segment here. But wow. uh, 108 years ago. Yeah, there you go. 108 Toys, the villain. They're also making the agent. Uh, these are the characters from Face Off, John Travolta and Nicolas Cage. Uh, these run 190, and they release July to September 2023. Um, I will be honest; these these look pretty bad. What? And yeah, I don't. You're crazy. I'm not. I'm not seeing 190 here. I'm seeing like 150, that's 145. Okay. That's fair. No, Ben, you're crazy too. No, nope, that's okay. fair. I. It's the the price is it's a little the high. Price. The price is it's a, little a little high. high. Yeah. And I I just gotta say, as a kid. I know we're going to talk about this movie at some point later. As a kid, I thought the plot was really stupid. And, <laughs> well, and yeah. like a year ago, I was like, was that really the plot of a movie? Because there's no way, right? There's just no way. And I, I, I wikied it and I was like, yeah, that was really the plot of the movie. Like that is so stupid. And yeah, it's, like, were people really, like, clamoring for these? Like, I, I can't imagine there's a huge market for John Travolta and Nicolas Cage face-off figures. I, maybe I'm wrong, right? But uh, th there can't yeah. be, right? They're pretty iconic there actors. I, Dude, I can see it. The mag boots? Now, the only way I could justify 190, and even even still, it's, like, not... But the fact that you get the mag boots, if Castor Troy came with the prison suit for the mag boots, it's like, oh, you get an alternate outfit with the Nick Cage, and he could be both characters. He doesn't have to be the villain. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, well, it, it comes with the boots, but not the prison outfit. It's weird. That being said, I love these. I think they look better with the glasses on. I don't think the likeness is... A hundred percent. I would give them like maybe like seventy. I would say the Travolta looks much better, but the yeah. Nicolas Cage looks. Maybe it's been a while, but he looks bad. I think if he wasn't showing teeth, it'd be fine. But the teeth yeah. make it look a little goofy. 
but I love Face Off. You're not wrong, Zach. It's a stupid premise, but like, that's the point of movies, right? You just fucking sit down and enjoy something that doesn't really have to make any sense. Like, but they didn't even a, look like each other. It's a like, sci-fi. It really bothers me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. They have completely different <laughs> builds. Yeah. But you know, they they get around it, right? With like the voice changer and. The, yeah it's it's fun it's a turn your brain off and enjoy it and the fact that both actors play the villain and the good guy is really cool it's a really cool aspect of the film seeing uh -huh. john travolta who's usually typecast as the good guy but man he plays a good fucking bad guy i love movies where john travolta is the bad guy uh and then nick cage uh kind of also he's usually the good guy in all his movies so to see him go from the bad guy and then the good guy. And so you're like rooting for both of them in kind of a weird way. Uh, sorry, we're not talking about the movie. But yeah, it's, I think these figures are really cool. Wasn't there a scene in this movie where one of them has sex with the other dude's wife? And they're like, is that is that this movie? And they're like, wait, yes. something's different. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's like a recessed memory. Baby Boys, <laughs> the show is 15 times better without Marco. True words never spoken. Um, wow, who said that? <laughs> That's Marco's buddy. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> John, you, you like these? One ninety a pop. Okay, the no, I, I think they're fine. I think it's fine. I wow. I think that um, what's his face? Oh my god, what's his face? Bro, not John Travolta. Travolta. First of all, this Nicholas Travolta, Cage. this Travolta sculpt with the glasses, I think looks. I, I don't. I, I have not a, one problem with it with the glasses. I think it looks what we're looking at right now. It looks to me. I'd pay one ninety for that. Yeah. John, uh, what's his face? Uh, Nicholas Cage. Cage. I think that portrait's better than the Hot Toys Ghost Rider portrait that we got. To be one hundred percent honest, I gotta pull that up. I gotta. And I have that Ghost Rider. We did the unboxing. I think it's better. I think this yeah. is fine. I'm. I'm. Wow. I'm only worried about maybe the materials I mean, used for like the a... suits. It's like well, an NR yeah. Joker for both the of these. Final so. The final tailoring is the final tailoring. But even to give us that that portrait with the mask on, I I think this is fine. Yeah, to answer Sam Gift's question, that's I think when they do the surgery, that's yeah. what that exactly. is. It's the, it's the skin graft, the face off. Yeah, right? the skin yeah, yeah face yeah. off. There you go. Yeah. Ugh. It's awesome oh, that they man. gave us that though. That's pretty freaking random in terms of a figure accessory. Like, yeah, because <laughs> it's an actual face. It's not a like, skull. Yeah, it's, it's it's, it's like, like a... skin, or it looks oh. like that. Looks like oh. peeled off skin. Yeah. You can see it around like the edges and stuff. Yeah. Oh, I didn't Super realize. Weird. I thought that was a whole second portrait. Okay. No, it's well. That's what I thought too, and I was like, okay, one ninety two head sculpts, but no, it's it's an accessory to put on the face for sure. Shauna doesn't know movies very well. When I showed her this, she was like, "Is that John Travolta?" And so, to John's wow. point, with the sunglasses on, even somebody who's not all that adept to like to movies knew who this guy was. The Nicolas Cage, she didn't know who that was. <laughs> she was like, not sure at all. I don't know. It looks maybe familiar, oh, but I, very yeah. vague. <laughs> um, I think having a Nick Cage figure is actually pretty cool. But there are definitely other films I think I'd want him from more. I do agree, Dean, that even though the the like the acting was a little over the top seeing the actors range and their ability to like yeah. to transition who they were uh was really good and take on the mannerisms of each other right. um so i think that is cool in terms of the figures i just agree that 
like that it's too much money. I think that they're not bad figures. It's they're just more than I'd be willing to spend, especially once it's like shipping and conversion costs. It's they'd still be close to three hundred bucks for me. Yeah, I yeah. feel like for just guys in suits, it's kind of high. It's Seems not like high. it's like custom armor sculpts or you know, uh, bullet effects or you know, or likeness magic rights. effects. Yeah, yeah. Or, or likeness rights. One ninety does seem a little high, but that's all I'm saying. I mean, if they actually come out and the tailoring is spot on and the materials are really nice, yeah, I could probably justify the one ninety. But I mean, I don't know who the fuck one hundred toys or what is this? What are they called? One hundred eight toys. One hundred eight toys. I don't know how you don't see Nicholas Cage here though. I do a hundred percent. Well, not a hundred, but I think this is the best <laughs> Nicholas Cage portrait I've seen, to be honest, on the market. Wow. I still see him. That's I just said, like, Shauna didn't recognize him. Shauna didn't know who I knew <laughs> no. right away. She knew John Travolta, though, but she does like Grease, so that, that's not helping her cause. The Travolta is probably the best one I've seen since the Silicatano. The tailoring can use some work. Like, wow. that shirt. Travolta Tano? Those, those cuffs there. Not the cuffs, the whatever you call them. The, yeah, the cuffs. No, that's off the cuff. Whatever. The Baby, collar? The collar. The collar, that's it. Baby boy, oh, baby boy says at Ben Thomas, I take exception to being called Marco's buddy. I know him exclusively through chat roulette. Nothing more, nothing less. That's what you call friction friends, right there, boys. Friction friends. This wow. isn't no Mars toys here, but hey, <laughs> they did a pretty, they did okay. But this is that, that's what I was gonna say. Mars toys, you get the whole Joker for one sixty. That's what I'm trying to fucking say. Yeah, no, Zach, you're not wrong. I do think these are a little it's like one sixty for three portraits and like fucking a thousand accessories. This is 190 for. Yeah. I don't even think it's three portraits. I I think it might be the same portrait with sunglasses on, and then the yeah. skin graft faced on top of that. Like no, I'm, no, no, no. I'm saying Mars Toys is one one sixty. Oh, for sorry, three, sorry. Three whole gotcha. portraits. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. And a bunch of accessories. That's insane. We're getting yeah. some echo. Um, yeah, this is now this is special though. Uh, the Mandalorian Luke. Uh, this was released, uh, and I, you know, I don't hate it. I actually really like it. I think the scene was great. Uh, we'll talk about one scene wonders uh, later on in the show, but you know, for this for this moment, I think it was it, it was special enough that it it deserved a figure, even though it basically was a one scene one look character. I guess you you saw it again in Book of Boba Fett, kind of the similar outfit. Apparently, it was many years later. Fucking retcon. Uh, but I I don't uh, I don't hate this, and uh, I know a lot of people were already speculating like with Return of the Jedi. Uh, what is it, 30th, 40th anniversary coming around the corner. Uh, you know, there's certainly reason for Hot Toys to uh, rebox up the original Jedi Luke, which uh, is a little bit different from what I understand. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if if we have that Chrome Mando effect where, you know, a figure gets released and then right away there's a new version. Uh, I'm, I'm wondering if any of you guys think that that's going to happen or if you think the Hot Toys is going to chill a bit on the Luke's. Uh, I would normally say that they were going to chill on the Lukes, but if I learned anything from John, they have no fucking chill. Um, <laughs> I think a hundred percent we're going to see it again. I mean, they already, they released the Jedi Luke and then like not even a year later, they did the Jedi Luke again with more stuff and like different hair and the deleted scene, uh, accessories. It was like, okay, well now this other Luke is you know, not as good immediately. This look is different enough. Um, I, I want, is it a completely new face sculpt or is it different or is it the same? 
I want to say the hair is different. Like the hair, the hair is definitely different. Because on that figure, you can pop the the hair off to access the, um, yeah. the eyes. I um, I'm not a hundred percent sure on the sculpt. I it did look different when they solicited it, but I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, maybe the chat can. Uh, I help really us out there. really love the outfit on this one. It's it's very different from Return of the Jedi because um, they're more of those like Japanese style robes um up top i if i can i'll probably try and find someone selling just the body and then i'll just use my jedi luke sculpt on it because i don't like the hair and i don't really feel like buying a whole new figure with like another grogu like if i could get just the body for like 150 180 bucks i'll be happy but um yeah i don't hate this i think it's cool but i i'm just as happy with my my uh jedi luke this is a nice um this is a nice release but like this is a good look this looks like a good look um the body looks great I, the tailoring the boots this is a good release the problem is i'm so over this already this is like long gone in my even thought of picking up like we're already on season three so i i think this i think this is cool but i don't know with when you have gaps like this in between the pre-order date and the pickup date the the gaps that you have which allows so many people to see different things statues other hot toys and so forth i think the excitement dwindles especially now that we're in season three and we're seeing different characters evolve and we're kind of seeing the storyline open up a bit and where it may go and what figures we may get from it this is like such a like not even on on the radar but execution-wise, I think it's good for people who are picking it up. I don't think you're going to be disappointed. Uh, I, I think it's there, especially with the trooper and everything, the way they executed that. So I think this is a really solid Luke, but long overdue. Here, I'm here, Ben. Thought I clicked it. Uh, Brendan says Mando collectors will have 20 Grogu's. You're not wrong. Facts. You are not wrong. Um, John, you're right when you say this. It's been a while. Always. It's been a while, always. Well, it's been a while. It has been. You're right. I Somebody told me uh, the other day that it had been three years since Mando season two. And I was like, no way. Like, there's there's no way it's been that long. But it was ended at the end of 2020. And I mean, we're 2023 now. So fair enough. I do think, though, looking back at this scene when it aired, I remember, like, feeling like I was tearing up. Like, there was a level of emotion seeing Luke come back, especially after kind of what they'd done with him in The Last Jedi. I did not love that film and kind of what they did with Luke's character. So to see him come back in his like, his kind of full form, his really like, you know, excited and optimistic self, uh, but also very like Jedi and very like uh, polished in comparison to even what we'd seen in earlier films from him, earlier films from him, I thought was amazing. Uh, and as I said, it actually inspired some emotion within me. I thought that the CGI likeness, um, kind of what they did with him here uh, was a little off putting. And I think it's strange that they, like they made the figure look like the CGI likeness. Like the fact that we call it CGI Luke is is odd to me, especially when in the book of Boba Fett, when we saw him there uh, briefly for those two episodes, they had already then hired that other person and they're like, like polished the heck out of the effects for Luke. And that to me looked like young Luke Skywalker sitting on the rock. Yeah, like it was, 100%. that was mind blowing effects in comparison. Um, and so that then made me hope that they'd actually then make a 
Book of Boba Fett Luke with that likeness as opposed to the CGI likeness that we're getting here. So while I think that this is a very iconic scene and I can understand why collectors would want to have it, especially if you're a you know completionist collector for Luke's, uh, it's not one that I would bring to my collection. The only thing that I would say that is a huge win for this is this destroyed uh, Dark Trooper. I mean, in terms of just having another piece in your collection as like a diorama display even, I think it's amazing. Some of the images that I've seen from Hot Toys where it looks like he's like crushing him in that one scene. Mm -hmm. So cool looking. So, so cool looking. So jealous Mm -hmm. of the folks that are going to get it because I know I'm going to see awesome pictures at some point and want to change my mind. But for now, I'm holding strong uh, and holding off on Luke. As a frame of reference, uh, this one was solicited early September 2021, uh, so that puts us at about a year, uh, year and eight months, I think. Right about. Let's see, September, October, November, summer, January. Yeah, about a year and a half from solicitation to release. So, not great, not terrible. Um, when was the uh, when was Mando season two finale? Let's see. I think it was December. I think it was December 2020. I could be wrong. I know it was 2020. Yeah, December 18th, 2020. So, yeah, this one was almost nine months late after that. So, yeah, certainly, certainly it's been a while. Um, Now, this one, um, I guess if we're talking about figures that are way late, uh, although this one does have a little bit more relevance, the Soso Toys Hero Lawyer. I want to say this is their second version, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, this one is, uh, these are their quote unquote final product picks. Uh, I think, I think it looks good. I think the, um, the tailoring there looks really good. Um, you know, I've been really happy with some of these third party companies and the tailoring on their suits. Uh, this looks good. This looks very good. And I want to say this was a pretty limited figure as well. So, uh, if you got one, congratulations. But yeah, this one, uh, yeah, this one is, uh, is now officially out. Yeah, this is it's cool. Uh, you can put it on three different shelves, right? You can have a Daredevil shelf, you can have a Spider-Man shelf, and you can have a yeah. She-Hulk, She-Hulk shelf. So yeah, it's it's a versatile figure. It's not breaking the bank. Uh, it's also, uh, you know, kind of a boring figure, right? Just again, another guy in a suit. Um, so like, it's not something I would want to spend a ton of money on anyway. So even if Hot Toys did make this, I'd probably still end up getting a, like a third-party version of it. You know, save that money. Um, yeah. Because again, it's 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 very simple, right? Just a dude in a gray suit. Um, but yeah, I don't hate it. I think I think with the glasses off, he looks a little scared. <laughs> like like well, his eyes does, started working also... for a second. He's like, what? <laughs> in a way, it makes sense. So yeah, it's but it's actually, not terrible. It's not the worst. I actually do like that the uh, the walking uh, stick. I guess that it folds up. I think that's a really nice little. Feature I wonder that if it like is actual, it super necessary. Is it actual like bungee or does it just peg into itself? You know, because uh-huh. those walking sticks pop out because there's like a bungee cord in them. No, it looks like there's a bungee cord there. You can see on the right hand fold or the way it's bent it looks like there's yeah. some sort of cord there definitely looks yeah. like it's under tension yeah um God. yeah like 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 you said you can use this for three different shelves so there's that uh the portrait's not there but besides that i think this is uh well tailored and a, and a good looking figure but the portrait's not 100 percent there for me on this one i'd be interesting yeah. I, I don't know 
Hot Toys really should tackle him, considering he's in this Daredevil. Outfit? Yeah, they should. I think uh, they should. They probably won't at this point, depending on how what we get from the the what is Born Again uh, that we're going to be. When She-Hulk ends. Well, She-Hulk, we won't. I don't think we'll get it. Four but, months ago, so we won't see Hot Toys Jesus, Jesus, for another God. four months. But Born Again, <laughs> they're, they're doing the new series. Maybe they'll tackle it. Uh, from there, especially after seeing people excited about this, I'd like to see Hot Toys do um, to do this because uh, I think I'd have confidence in them in a good portrait. Well, I think Hot Toys has given us a portrait, uh, right, John, with the yellow and the red suit uh, recently with that announcement. Oh, it was yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I know people were saying that they Is would it a separate buy... portrait. I believe it comes with that figure. So, like, like you put it. You don't put like a, the mask on. It's totally no, it's separate. a separate portrait. No, no, it's a separate portrait. Hundred yeah. percent, I buy this then. 100%. So, because at that point, people were saying they would want to kit bash a figure for this reason, oh. right? So, I mean, if yeah. you're if you like the red and yellow suit, then do that. Yeah. Um, alternatively, if you don't love the red and yellow suit, like a lot of folks feel, I, they've now made that Matt Murdock head sculpt. So, I'm sure we'll see it again yeah. with uh, future versions of the character. So. Kind of like you said, if you don't mind the tailoring on this, this might be a good kind of stand-in until you update the sculpt on top. Possibility. Uh, but otherwise, I agree. I don't love the likeness on this one. It gave me Mr. Bean vibes, I'm not going to lie. The first, the very Jesus. first picture that you showed without the glasses. I think with the glasses on, it does help. For sure. How, um... I don't... I don't watch these shows, so... I'm going to ask a question, and I apologize if it's an ignorant question. But here, he... Yes, he's I blind. guess it's a... No, I know that. (laughs) He's using a walking stick, right? I guess, like, in the civilian world. But when he's doing daredevil things, does he still need to use a stick to, like... No. No, No, he uses echolocation. The stick is just used to... He doesn't really need the stick, right? It's just used to... Oh, he can... uh, It's just to, like... Glasses, right? It's... It's a, it's his disguise. Like hide his identity. Yeah, yeah, okay. It doesn't make I sense. See. He can like in the uh, he, he can he doesn't need a stick to fight crime, but he needs it to walk in public. No, it's just as to hide his okay. identity, right? Yeah, I don't know. No, not your fault. It's not your fault. Yeah, it's you're like not familiar. Superman with. wearing glasses. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't yeah, really just need a, it. Just a yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Throws people off. There's no yeah. way a blind man could be daredevil. Exactly. Well, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, that's what they're, that's, says, the, that's the concept. There are no stupid questions, only stupid answers. Uh, <laughs> how does he know it's red and yellow suit? <laughs> Jesus. Christ. Oh my god. Oh, we're gonna get canceled. Uh, you know it's not getting canceled. Wow, it actually isn't getting canceled. There you go. The uh, the Collecting Weekly One Six Kit discount ten dollars off your first purchase on One Six Kit using code CW one zero. You can save yourself some money there. Uh, again, that's just CW one zero. Are you laughing at my joke? No, I'm laughing at Brenton because you're like, I haven't watched the show, and Brenton said Matt Murdock hasn't watched anything either. Bob Dylan, he used echolocation to find She-Hulk's G spot. Jeez. Oh my god. What a I, love, I love this community. Was Bob she he, was she she Hulk when they had sex or was she yeah, oh, yeah. normal? He, she, wow. he, she 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 smashed him. Wow. Hulk smashed him. Uh, <laughs> off the racks collectibles and more uh more money you can say $15 off a $100 purchase with code CW if it's a pre-order uh, it'll be taken off the final payment. So if you want to save some money there's some options for you there. Uh Dean it's been a while. It has been a it's while. It's been a minute. Yeah. I'm but you want to know what really what grinds? Is. You want to know what really grinds my gears? I really do. So, we know a lot of retailers, a ton of retailers. We're, you know, when you're an internationally syndicated, famous. I mean, we're talking top, top two hundred in Cambodia. Okay, yeah. that's the kind of 
caliber of show. Bro. Yeah, it's 4 a.m. Do you know where your favorite podcast is at? We do. <laughs> we, um, you know, we've offered a lot of stores, you know, like, hey, you know, we're trying to build a network of, of local collectible stores. If you want to offer a discount on your products, for free, we will solicit it, right? We've had two stores take us up on the offer. Right. Um, and I want to read you a quote from a retailer this this is someone in the united states uh that i reached out to wish wish we could advertise discounts but uh, on hot toys but we might maybe could get around it by offering a store-wide sale that may be ge- able to generate some excitement that might get us around the sideshow hall monitors and yeah. it seems like there's a set of rules for the retailers and a set of rules for sideshow and perhaps that's a part of the agreement that they enter into. But it frustrates me when I hear from my friends that own stores, from other retailers that own stores, that they've basically been sandbagged by this inventory that they've ordered, that they're struggling to sell, and that they can't really... You know, because obviously they're getting it at a cheaper price than they're selling it, of course. They can't offer any sort of sales, right? There's There seems to be an alleged minimum that they can discount or maximum they can discount. And they have to respect certain product prices, right? Right. And then today you have Sideshow. You can buy two figures and get $150 off of this selection. You can buy three and get $250 off. There was these huge deals that they're doing. It's not buy two, get one? God damn. There's huge savings that they've been offering. You know, their daily deals, uh, free shipping deals, discounts and free shipping deals. And it it just frustrates me that that, you know... Obviously, Sideshow has the same problem, right? They have inventory that they can't sell. And it, it kind of pisses me off that even just as, as recently as last week, our friends that own stores throughout these great states united, Dean, they can't do anything about it because the Sideshow Hall monitors, right? Again, yeah. it pisses me off. It really yeah. genuinely pisses me off. Yeah, it's it, it's almost like, well, if someone wants to buy this, they have to come to Sideshow to get the better deals. So it's like, well, then why bother selling it or, you know, distributing it out to other stores if you're going to fucking bottleneck people end up having to order from you anyway? If I was a retailer, I just wouldn't stock their shit, which might be bad, you know, because people do want these things. But it's like, but if I'm fucking stuck with this thing at max price and you're going to undercut me anyway, what's the fucking point? It's yeah, I, I completely get it. It's it's very very annoying. Yeah, it, it, this is tough. This is tough. Uh, I can see from the perspective of the retailer on overstock, especially the way the economy's been going, people having to cancel and so forth. I can understand where they're coming from, but it, it would be interesting to know if the retailer goes into the deal already knowing that, then they can't really complain about it afterwards, right? figure out a way to work with your customer because that's how these comic shops work even here nowadays is they don't bring stock in if you want to stop like i know a lot of distributors here who work who work with sideshow you want the piece in you got to go through them you request the piece it's not like the back in the day where you walk through the comic shop and you can look at the shelf and be like oh wow he has this this and this i can pick this up i think it's really changed 
Um, and it has to, right? Because retailers won't survive ordering all these hot toys and then sitting on them without being able to discount them. But Sideshow's struggling themselves. So they, they can't be competing with their own distributors. It's crazy because I in Calgary, I've done 15 comic book store tours now on my channel. And only one of those locations has Hot Toys in them. For sure. And it's for that very reason. They say, like, we can't justify bringing them in because if they don't sell, they're too expensive of stock for us to have, yeah. like, as kind of an investment into something that they can't then move. Yeah. Uh, and then they're paying for storage as a result. So virtually every store here that I've dealt with, like kind of like you said, John, will, they'll order it for you if you don't want to order it yourself through Sideshow. But it doesn't seem like there's any real benefit to that other than you're not worried about the thing not showing up or if there's damage, they have to deal with it and get it replaced and some of that, that kind of stuff. But even that to me is not enough of a perk uh, to justify it. So there's literally only the one store that I got this Loki in last week that brings them in. And, yeah. uh, and I'm curious, like I'm, I might actually follow up with that store to see how it is that they end up getting so many, like, and still being able to offer the 20% off and everything. Like how do they get around that? Or they just kind of red tape it and I don't tell anybody that store out with that. Discount. So yeah, it is what don't, it is. don't put that on the internet. Oh, I won't. I, I like the discount. I want to buy more yeah, stuff. Don't. <laughs> I, wonder if it, I, I wonder if it's different because you're, you're in Canada. No, but like, and also, thing. like, I'm I don't sure. know. I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to know. We've heard of like rumors of like allegedly, you know, retailers getting in trouble because someone left a Facebook review like, hey, better price than Sideshow. And it was like, you know. Yeah. That's yeah. Thing. I remember like, going, lunch over it. It seems like anti competition. But this isn't yeah. healthy. Like, this, yeah. this photo we're seeing here, this this price drop this is not healthy this was this is unheard of dude especially basically buy two get one free like yeah and especially with the pay later with a firm where it's like it's depending on how much it is it's only like 30 bucks a month or something like yeah it's like well how the fuck do you compete with that you can't you literally can't and i remember going to one of my favorite stores before i we really got involved in all this kind of stuff and they had a figure there and i was like well I want to buy it here so I could take it home right now. I was like, but it's cheaper online. Can't you guys like fucking like price match or something? And my friend worked out there at the time and she's like, we literally can't. Our, our hands are literally tied. Um, she's like, you could do like a layaway, which makes it easier. But yeah, yeah like. Yeah. At the same uh, time, there's also some stores in town that don't themselves any favors by oh, upcharging the MSRPs. So. Bro, they fucking they still have Captain Phasma sitting on the shelf for five hundred dollars. It's like, yeah, okay, fuck you. The, the thing here that. too is uh, <laughs> Sideshow though right now will be pivoting, so don't think that you're gonna have the same scenario next year because I, I I don't think you but are. I feel like people they said that about this. No, year, though, this right? is no no. So th uh, this I think at some point the buck will stop, but. I it feel stopped. like that's the constant thing that I hear. It right? stopped. So uh, for me personally, because I'm on the I'm on the figure front and the statue front, Sideshow mm -hmm. is completely pivoting their business plan. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was just listening to you on uh, yeah. Casuals. Uh, casuals. Channel. They're pivoting completely because the company won't be able to survive. They're they're in the red, and they're coming up with ways now to get that money and get that customer back. Because they're losing, they're losing customers to distributors, and that's their worry. Um, 
that Poison Ivy statue, I don't know if you guys saw, was a perfect example. It was where 250 the, yeah. No, but not only 250 it was a Sideshow exclusive. Only You can only buy it through Sideshow. No distributor can order it for you. With their all, the whole run, all 250 is exclusive? To Sideshow, and that's it. So wow. I see that happening with the Hot Toys, especially like the C-3PO, the R2s and stuff that we're Now, don't get me wrong. I think you you go on the wait list, you have a pretty good chance of it converting because I've had that happen to me. The R2 and C-3PO already converted. But mm-hmm. um, that whole, it's going to sit and come in waves and this and that, uh, I, I would not, if you really want a piece, I would not bank on that. You don't have to pre-order day one, I don't think. But you, the, So now you think you should pre-order at some point, though. That's the way the waves are going. Right, so we try yeah. to give the we try to give the viewers yeah. the most accurate information, right? At the time we and were like just... like we always say with new information, we reserve the right to of adjust course. our stance, right? Like when we were discussing this pandemic time, you would mm-hmm. not touch a pre order, whether it was a statue, whether it was a um, hot toy. You don't just don't pre order because people are waiting for sideshow seconds, heavy discounts, Black Fridays, this and that, right? Mm-hmm. They're gonna they're stopping that. They're stopping that, and and I think yeah. that's what. Um, if you really do want a piece, I'm not saying necessarily go day one, as of this moment, but you mm-hmm. should you should keep your eyes open. Yeah, and, and sorry, John, just to clarify, you were saying that Poison Ivy was two fifty. You meant edition size of two fifty, yes, not price, right? Edition yeah. size, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they were smart, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they put that Ivy, they put that Ivy as an edition size of two fifty. She went, and then FOMO kicked in, and four other pieces kind of like attached to that line are now waitlisted or low stock remaining That's so awesome. people got so right so it was brilliant on their part in mm-hmm. my opinion um the one thing that sucks creates... though is like I, I i get it what you're saying john is like hey sideshow's struggling but it's like the local mom and pops are struggling too right like when the whole point of us doing these like free shout outs right is to is to kind of throw a bone to the retailers that have always helped us out that always you know, shout us out, plug us, recommend yeah. us to their customers. But you know, talking to some of these retailers, I mean, we've we've Dean and I have both heard some some real bad financial situations from these places. Like, hey, we have you know these orders that we're having to make to try to keep stock on the store, but we literally can't compete with these prices that they're offering. But I don't think it's sideshow that's like, ki- like, killing the mama pops. You know who's killing the mama pops? Macari. Who's that? Facebook marketplaces. That's who's killing the mama pops. I don't. Because that's where people are waiting now. Zach, the deals that can be found on Facebook Marketplace for figures, here at least, it is crazy. Maybe not Mercari. It's it crazy, is really Ben. Crazy, crazy Ben. Agreed. Crazy. Uh, Sideshow Sideshow's going up against the, their own distributors, Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, and then like, like BST, I guess. Also, yeah, the BST. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, yeah, you can even use BSTs as, a, as instead of Facebook Marketplace. I mean, I guess that is true. Like, that's how I got my last two figures, but... But I guess what the point I'm trying to make is everyone's struggling, yeah. but it shouldn't be Sideshow that's also making it even harder for their own distributors to compete with Marketplace, with Mercari, with eBay, and with the main distributor mm-hmm. itself, right? Because, you know, when they're hall monitoring people that order their inventory and getting on their ass, allegedly, yeah. uh, it, it, it just, it's like you can't win because you can't compete with these prices that you know joe schmo on bst is selling obviously mm-hmm. you can't compare with mercari and ebay and you can't even compare with the distributor that's going to give you a 30-day guarantee 10 percent cash back or five percent whatever um yeah it's yeah. just rough i think this goes back to what we were talking about the other day and we'll just take this picture as an example that's up here mix and match 
Buy two, get $150 off. Buy three, get $250 off. That's buy two, essentially get one for $20. Do you think they're taking a loss there? They're not. They're absolutely still making a profit. There's no way they're taking that kind of hit and, and staying in business. They're still making a profit. These things are marked up unfucking reasonably. And I, I think I said, I don't remember where I said this, but the um, Prime one, three years ago, we got a quarter scale statue for $700. The companion piece just went up for sale. It's $1,700, an additional $1,000 in three years. There's no fucking way. There's just absolutely no way that that is a thing. It's like people, oh, people will pay this. Fuck it. Charge a little bit more. They'll pay that. Charge a little bit more. They'll pay that. Charge a little bit more. Let's keep marking this shit up because people are going to fucking pay for it. And people aren't paying for it. And now they're fucking really fucking feeling it. So they need to fucking... And this doesn't, it's not sideshow, it's everybody. Everybody needs to be like, look, we don't need to make these ungodly amounts of profits. If we really care about making cool stuff and letting people have it on their shelves, people need to be okay with not maximizing fucking ungodly amounts of money. Like, I know that sounds That's, fucking Dean weird. Wants all, wait, hold on. Let's but, all but hold it's, hands. But it goes back to what and, has and grown. Kumbaya. It's Are going back great? to what... What no, no, no. I'm not saying that, but like, Dean, it's going back to what Hasbro experienced, right? Like they tried to bump the shit up to like 27 bucks, and then no one bought it because no one's paying fucking 27 dollars for a Blank Series or Marvel Legends, and now they're having to rethink that price increase. You got places like Funko that are literally sending billions of dollars oh, yeah, of inventory that. to a landfill because it's cheaper to do that than to store the That's stuff nice. that they overproduced. Yes. Let me address a few comments here. Cram says Bedrock City Comics here in Houston. By the way, Cram, come to OxCon in October. Are so overstocked on Hot Toys, they started using more space to set Hot Toys up. Uh, Brenton says, hilarious, it's all Star Wars product. They really overstocked the figures. To that point, though, there was also a Marvel table that they showed. Yeah. So There's, there's no yeah, Marvel it's really It's not now, just anyways. Star Wars. I mean, this on the screen is Star Wars because Star Wars is now, not right now. Badfish said, I'm, now, I may have missed this in the video, and I thought it was a joke in the Patreon chat, but he's saying that if you bought the whole table, it was $800 off for that. Like if you bought everything that's crazy on the man. table, yeah. I I didn't see that, so I don't. I'm see, not gonna say that that's see, truth, but Dean, to your point, I don't think um, I don't think their markup is high. To the I think they're taking a loss. If they're not taking a loss, they're very skimming that edge, precisely because your point is the warehouse. Mm-hmm. They the want this. They want this gone. It needs yeah. to be gone. They're sitting on dead stock because you have to understand the older this gets. Then it hits the BSTs, people letting them go brand new discounted, and the older each day that goes by that these are sitting, it's they're it's worse for them. It's yeah, worse. It's completely worse for them. I've heard I've heard off the record that, like, let's say a, a Hot Toys is a hundred dollar MSRP on the website, right? Yeah. Just to simplify the numbers, that some of the retailers, it's fifteen percent, twenty percent for them to buy it. So they might buy it for 85 or $80, right? So when they sell it at that $100 retail, they're making a 15% profit. I would say that um, 100%, right? There's probably another 15% that Hot Toys is profiting off their initial stock. Um, so yeah, I mean, 
I, we don't know any of these numbers like legitimately. These are just course, all estimations yeah. or offhand comments that we've you know chatted with different stores through Messenger. But you know, I've never seen an invoice that says to that effect. But I know there was some Black Series uh, invoices that leaked. I want to say it was from Target, and it was something like a twenty-five percent markup. Now that's Black Series. This is one-six scale, but yeah, uh, just as a frame of reference for how much. You know they're they're justifying these fucking six seven dollar price markups on Black Series, well, and that's basically all extra profit at that point. Well, that's taking shelf space too. Well, I don't well, hundred percent. I mean, yeah. I'm just and saying, like, just as a frame of reference, just as a, a reference, similar yeah. Coll- collectible. Yeah. Obviously, they need to make a profit to stay in business. I'm not yeah. fucking oblivious to that effect, but it's like if you could stay in business and survive, you know, at five dollars, why are you still charging fifteen dollars? You know what I mean? It, it it just these aren't necessities. These are collectibles. It's supposed to be fun. You're supposed to enjoy it. It's supposed to be you know. Well, you know uh, what recreational, it is, if you will. Because if Sideshow doesn't take that fifteen, the guy who buys it and sells it on the VST will. So Sideshow says, "Hey, we're not marking it up like Dark Side Anakin or whatnot or any reissues they're yeah. doing. Hot Toys isn't marking them up to where the secondary market where it's at." They're leaving meat on the bone there. So yeah. Sideshow's not going to be like, okay, well, I'm going to sell it for 15 less because I love because I want to respect the collector. collector. Um, and then the collector turns around and sells it for a profit. And trust me, we would all love that. We would all love it. But it's I've, I used to be like that. It's just come to the conclusion that it, you know why these companies are marking them up? Prime 1 on the statue front, like you mentioned, because people are paying for them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I just said that a second ago. Yeah. It's like, people. Hey, they're people paying pay that much. Mark it up a little bit more. Exactly. Yeah. Just keep it. And, going. and John, you're 100 percent right. Like it's not just like I remember when you first like really hit the ground running game of statues. You're like, man, the figure market is fucked. But you're right. Like there's statues that you can get dirt cheap. There's hot toys you can get dirt cheap. It's everything, right? Blank series. I'm selling like you know Moffex stuff that's going for like 40 percent more on eBay. I can't get rid of them, right? Yeah. Uh, basically retail. Um everything is just terrible right now but nothing lasts forever all around the market yeah, will maybe it'll get better the market maybe will suffer yeah 100 percent uh more stuff with the delorean ben i know you had an update and i want to see it kind of where everyone's at now now that we've had about a week to process it so uh these are some photos from rudy's one six world uh on youtube um he had received a delorean and and knowing that you know a lot of people had issues and I'm using these without permission, so go shout, shout out to Rudy, whatever. Uh, <laughs> go give him a sub. I didn't have a chance to ask him before the show. I just found his video. He flipped the uh, the vehicle over without transforming it. I think in this video you can even still see the foam like encapsulating the, the front and back ends. Uh, crack struts straight out of the box. Uh, this is another video that was forwarded to us. This guy had a crack in the hood of his DeLorean. Uh, this guy here, I don't really understand his message because he said he inspected it and then it was fine and then it shipped it and then it broke. But the, um, the, uh, what is this? The turn signal thing on the left side here of the window, steering window wipers broken. snapped <laughs> the knob, off. The knob, yeah, yeah. Whatever you call that thing. And it, it just seems like there's just issues and issues. Um, Denobi, a fellow YouTuber, um, his replacement had issues and it's just like the thing that upsets me is like like let's just say someone has an issue right you're affecting basically another collector to get a, a return right because that other collector 
is now not getting the DeLorean that they ordered. And Ben, you kind of felt the trickle-down effect of that. Um, yes, sir. Because you got this message here. Yeah. Um, you know, your DeLorean that was supposed to be here pretty soon mm-hmm. uh, is now expected May to July 23, mm-hmm. right? And so what did you do? Because last, last episode you were a bit on the fence. You weren't sure what you wanted to do. Tell us, tell us kind of what you've done this week. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, so like I, like you guys said, I was I was on the fence. I was feeling like into this emotional roller coaster, but I was like, heck with it. I've already paid it off. I might as well just, you know, wait for it to come in. I'd paid it off earlier than the payment plan that I'd originally had set because people started getting theirs, and I was excited. I wanted one, right? And then all these issues, and so it was literally like the next morning after the show last week that I got this email, uh, and. Yeah, like, I know a lot of people got this email. I'm thinking probably for the reason that you kind of mentioned, Zach, that, like, now everybody's unit's been kind of pushed on to the next one and to the next one. Um, I know there's been a few collectors out there hoping that this means that they're updating or upgrading some of those parts. But then I think that that would just burn the shit out of the people who have already received their one now because they would want replacement parts. And if they can't get it replaced just in order to kind of do it at home, what, you'd like have to send it back for the... Dep- like, it doesn't make sense. I don't think that they're going to recall it. I think it's going to just end up being that they didn't have enough stock to supply everybody. So now it's it's like we're, it's a wait time. And I was like, I don't really want Sideshow necessarily to then hold my $1,000 for the next four and a half months. So I called them and I just said, hey, I got this this delayed notice. Um, I paid for the figure on a US dollar credit card uh, so that I wouldn't, you know, get the exchange as badly or get the conversion rate uh, cost as bad. And they were able to refund my money right to the card. Sideshow was great about it. Like, you know, obviously they'd heard a lot about the DeLorean at this point. So, I mean, it was like zero questions asked. It was like, yep, no problem. It's probably less stress for them, to be honest. Probably. Probably. And so I I said to them. Sorry, you got to think like, you know, let's just say Hot Toys made a thousand of these, right? And now they need to like restart production to fix, you know, the ones that broke, mm-hmm. replace the stock for, you know, the Ben Thomases of the world that were waiting. I mean, this has got to be a massive headache, right? This is probably like, they're probably throwing themselves at you to give your money back, right? Well, Sorry, and, I mean and no, it's all good. And like May to July is still very vague. Like it's like. Is it even going to come that soon? Is it going to be another delay if they're still having challenges with it? Right, like I don't want to. I don't want them to hold my money for the for the rest of the year. So I was like, I got it back, no questions asked. I will give Sideshow credit for that. I, I think the the thing for me was I said to them like right away, like, is it still available? Like, can I put a pre order then back in right away? Like, that's not going to weirdly red flag me or anything in the system. They said no. Like, you can. We'll immediately send your bunny back. You'll get it within two days or whatever. And then, yeah, if you want to put in a new, like a new deposit, you can. And so I did. So I put it back on a, back on the same payment plan I was on previously. And now it'll be paid off again by July. Uh, (laughs) At that point, I'm hoping things are fixed and things have been rectified, but you know, it's been, it's been a shitty experience to be honest overall. They gave you full refund NRD and all. Yeah. They give it back the full, full amount back. Yeah. Yeah, Full amount back. I'm shocked. Um, Well, not really shocked, but displeased that it's been what a week a week and a half already with this issue and neither company has come out and made a statement maybe that's too much of an expectation but i think again hot toys being pressed up against the wall um we've seen them do videos for figures so we know they have some sort of um way of communicating with the community but i would have expected them to maybe the expectation is too high but to um come out with a statement right because we set such 
high expectations with these companies uh, and being vocal with us in the community. And this is an issue that, you know, we're dropping a grand and we're sitting back thinking, hey, is there going to be a recall? If I have damage, am I getting my money back? Or it's like, well, they have to tune into the YouTubers to find out who are discussing these topics yeah. for free, right? We're not getting any, we're not getting anything kicked up from these companies up the ladder. So I don't know. I don't like that. I think there should be a social, there should be some sort of social media post, sideshow taking ownership and sending out the customers an email. Uh, if they can do it for a discount, they should be able to do it for a mass issue of this size. Like this isn't something small, five, 10 people. This is, this is a community being affected. Yeah. hundred percent agree. Dean, do you have uh, anything you'd like to add here? Just, just recall it, dude. Like, like John said, it's not one or two people. It's, it's almost everybody. Y you release something that's not great. You know, Hot Toys is known for their quality. This one mix missed the mark. It's okay to to admit that. And if you're going to have to retool the shit anyway, don't fuck over the people that bought it first, honor them, just recall it and, you know, retool it properly and release it properly. People want this thing. People are, are almost willing to like wager whether there's, this going to arrive fucked up or not. It's like, clearly this is something that people want in their collection. And I think that they deserve at these prices to get a, a good product. This one just missed the mark. Just recall it totally. I will say it was honestly a bit of an odd sense of relief once I got my money back though, because now I'm like at least hoping they've got the time to rectify in it in one way or another um, without me having to deal with the hassle of receiving it, it being broken or whatever and having to send yeah. it back and all of the things uh it sounded like i probably wouldn't get my customs charges back if i had to do that so even that Shit. you know is probably about 80 bucks both times yeah. so that'd be an extra 160 bucks for me if i had to do it twice yeah, and that's yeah. if if that's if that like not like you said with the nobi like if that's if i got a second one and it was broken like what do you do really it's getting yeah. ridiculous at that point so yeah. it was a, it was a bit of a sense of relief uh, to have it happen that way you know what that's you do special. here Sorry, go ahead. Dean. No, no, go oh, ahead. I was going to say, especially like what, what Zach was saying, it's robbing Peter to pay Paul. It's like, well, Ben's not going to get his because John needs a replacement. It's like, well, at that point, just take both of John's back. Just recall them all. Like, why are you doing this? It makes no sense, dude. Bob's like, you're, I'll get the reissue. Tell you, you're getting a reissue of a reissue. Um, but. At this point, I would just recall everything and say, "Sorry, we're uh, we're not we're not issuing the DeLorean." Yeah, we missed the mark. If you want to get the DeLorean, go after the first one, and that's it. The way it should be. So you're saying recall it and just that's and, it, or like recall it and fix the you know no, try to fix it. Well, I'll be selfish. Recall it and that's it. But oh god, uh, come on. <laughs> but no, what do you think? They're gonna recall? Uh, how much money? Just think about this. This could this could. If this happened to any other company, this could end the company. That's how big this is, right? Like, you can't expect them to now uh, go and say, okay, we're accepting recalls, cover everybody's shipping, cover everything to get back to the company, do the repairs. But I would I would say the cheapest thing would be just destroy it, destroy it right? Because at this point, it's a lost cause, right? Destroy your vehicle, show us proof that you destroyed it, 
you know, in a year, six months, eight, whatever duration of time it takes, then we'll send you a new and one. And get a ship out of free. De- that means they got. Well, what are they going to do? They're going to get a bunch of DeLoreans back. They're and not going to do all, a recall. Gonna, not uh, they have to. I I know it's not easy, but I feel like that's the only way to handle this. Or you have to offer collectors an absurd amount of money to keep theirs, right? I mean, we've already seen eighty, hundred bucks, and like Doc says, if this happened to Jazz, people would be throwing under the bus and talking trash. You know. Well, at least if this happened to Jazz, we'd get a some sort of a resolution. We, you know, you you can use. Yeah, well, and all like that, you know, I have to, to I have to commend any time that Jazz has had any sort of anything like this, they've been very transparent about, you know, the fix. You know, they've gone on the record, they've made a post. At this point, like you said, John, or maybe it was Dean, it's been, you know, a week, two weeks, and it's been radio silent. That's radio the problem. Silence. Like, at least... Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. At least with certain other companies, whoever it is, at least there's some sort of communication after the fact. But with Hot Toys, it's radio, nothing. There's nothing. Like yeah. someone who doesn't watch YouTube, or a new collector who picked this up and doesn't know to call Sideshow and hey, they they're worried they can lose the money and don't want to they don't want to call Sideshow because, whatever they're not experienced or whatnot. There's no yeah. communication from Sideshow to say hey you can call us we'll resolve the issue. Yeah, yeah, I'd settle for to... a fix it with Putty Post right about now. Jeez, and need... and you have to think though, uh, Dean. We've only seen an incredibly small sample size of those that have been released in the United States. Like we learned last week, this hasn't even released in Hong Kong. So it's not like yeah. this shit is done, right? Like this is going to continue to be an issue, right? Yeah. Unless a change is made. Um, I don't know. I think it's, uh, I think it's bad. We were the test market. Bad. Hong Kong is going to get the pristine ones. Yeah. Uh, let's, uh, let's see what we're doing good on time here. One scene wonders. Figures of characters that uh here we go texas finest says hot toys ever came out and admitted they've messed up on any one of their products uh the mark 85 uh the original they changed the sculpt during production and uh they um fans were displeased they offered a trade-in program where you could send back your sculpt and they would um send you out a more accurate i guess to the prototype sculpt uh, we talked about it last week, uh, the Deadpool figure, Deadpool 1, Hot Toys. Um, there was a lot of issues where the gauntlet was cutting up the suit. And so they had, uh, I don't know that they ever replaced people's, but they made a running change in the production where uh, they changed the pegs and that issue was pretty much cleared up. Bo-Katan was a, a, the portrait update as well? Yeah, they've, they've done several portrait updates for sure. Um, Tactical Jackal, for the record, my DeLorean was perfect. Happy to hear that, but we definitely uh, like to hear that better than the other one. Hell yeah, Thor. Um, yeah, so uh, Doc says he also had a good one, but after seeing uh, 100 reference photos from Back to the Future 2, this DeLorean is lazy. Uh, one scene wonders, uh, we can just hit this quickly. Um, characters, outfits, uh, scenes that, uh, you know, they're just briefly on screen, but they get a figure. Tell us about it. Uh, I, I would say Heavy Mando at that time. He was only in, uh, what was that, the third or fourth episode? And uh, again, uh, I believe in episode two of Mandalorian, uh, we had just barely seen him just a little bit. And that was yeah. enough to get a figure. Uh, with Hasbro, they, they've they done um, the Trapper Wolf figure, the uh, Dave Filoni figure. Again, just like a one or two scene character. Uh, same with the um, Kim's Convenience character. The name is escaping me here, but... Uh, his his uh, X-wing pilot figure from Hasbro, 
Uh, and there's, you know, if you go through the line, there's a lot of different Hot Toys figures that are really just one scene wonders. And uh, yeah. I just want to go through the through the little the panel here. Tell us some of your favorite one scene wonder figures. Yeah, I would say maybe like Axe Wolves. Um, he's only in I would say like a combined like thirty seconds of one episode. So technically more than one scene, but not by a fucking ton. Uh, uh, she Hulk Daredevil. Um, Casca Reeves again in that same episode of Mandalorian. Um, yeah, there's a ton. For me, what comes to mind is the Blurg. We didn't get too much screen yeah. time on the Blurg, and I think that was yeah. a, a big risk that they took, and mm-hmm. they executed well there. Uh, what else? I can't think of uh... Uh, all the different Stan Lee uh, costume oh, cameos, figures from yeah. Ragnarok. The yellow yeah. spacesuit <laughs> yeah. figure, tons. Which Dan still has that figure, and I still want it so bad. Yeah, um, yeah definitely. Uh, Badfish saying the Mark eighty five replacement was so hard to find. Yeah, uh, Ben, what are you? Uh, what are some of your one scene wonder figures? So okay, so I. I... <laughs> I had read this question this afternoon while I was at work, and I totally misunderstood the question. You fucking guy, Ben. ben I thought what the question was stay was... Stay off the devil's lettuce, right, I know, right? I, I thought the question was, what's like a one-scene figure, or like a character that you'd want to see in one six scale? I think I got that. Too. Tell us your answer. And so I came up with Gozer the Gozerian from Ghostbusters, because we don't get enough That's villains. A Gozer would be badass with the dogs on the side, with the four figures lined up. I think that would be a badass display if we could get it. So yeah. Gozer was my choice, uh, but we obviously have not got that in Hot Toys, unfortunately, or Blitzway. So. You yeah. could have said... Uh... Empire Strikes Back, Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, I have that figure, so yeah. Fair. Yeah, Boba Fett in general. <laughs> yeah, Boba Fett in general, other than yeah. the new ones, but yeah. That's fair. The uh, sand I, troopers, I can't think the, the space troopers, <laughs> the uh, the Han and Chewie with the disguise. Yeah, just yeah. a quick little one oh, yeah. scene wonder there. You guys are wonderful. Um, so full of knowledge. Yeah, there you go. Uh, anyway. Solo We're Darth Maul. Yeah, that's <laughs> Darth Maul from Solo is definitely a onesie wonder. That motherfucker was like in 14 seconds. Yeah, and I got that figure too. I couldn't even think of either of those two. So thank you. <laughs> yeah. I hate to see it. I would say, I would wager that if you went down Hot Toys' uh, checklist, you'd probably find quite a few. But just, just something to keep you guys' minds sharp. Uh, as we move on here um now wizards of the coast the company that makes uh dungeons and dragons magic the gathering uh they're doing a special set um they've done them recently with like transformers uh, a bunch of different other properties they're they're doing a set so the whole set is lord of the rings right every card that you get is related to uh the the franchise and so they've they've said they're making three cards of gandalf and so the first one that they've shown us has two different printings. So you have the one on the left, uh, Gandalf the Grey. He's a blue and red, which is kind of surprising. I thought he would be a white, um, which is planes. Um, and he has some cool effects here. Uh, when you, uh, Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, choose one that hasn't been chosen. You may tap or untap target permanent. Gandalf the Grey deals three damage to each opponent. Copy target instant or sorcery spell you control. You may choose new targets for the copy and put Gandalf on top of its owner's library. Uh, so there's the art on the left is the normal and the showcase art is him fighting the Balrog, which is pretty cool there. Uh, they also have already released the two arts for Gandalf the White on the left and then Gandalf, uh, I think it's called Friend of the Hobbits is the artwork for this one. 
Uh, so we'll have uh, three official Magic the Gathering Gandalf cards, and I plan to own all of them. So if you're unboxing packs and you have some spares, holla at you, boy. I will buy them off of you. Or That's absolutely get these graded. Bro, 100% facts. Yeah. Uh, also, the one ring for four mana, indestructible. When the one ring enters the battlefield, if you cast it, you gain protection from everything until your next turn. At the beginning of your upkeep, you lose one life for each burden counter on the ring. Tap this to put a burden counter on the one ring, then draw a card for each burden counter on the one ring. Pretty good effect there. Very flavorful. And what's really cool is the full art lands, which are which come in each pack. They're based on the um, the map that Tolkien drew. So we have the Shire for the plains, uh, the Belagar Sea for the island. Swamp is, of course, Mordor. The mountains are the White Mountains of Gondor, and the forest is Mirkwood. So very thematic. Um, I'm... 99% sure I'm going to try to track down a box of these to crack uh, as its own little video. I think that would be very yeah. fun. Um, so now, I, I'm assuming yeah, Sam, every... hit me up, bro, if you have extras on, of these. I'm assuming every card is Lord of the Rings themed. It's not just like thrown in their normal packs. Supposedly, the whole set is a Lord of the Rings set. Okay. So cool. they they do what's called Universes Beyond, which is like... I want to say they're not legal for what's called standard play, but they're legal for like modern and other formats. Yeah, yeah. But in these sets, they're typically smaller than a normal set, like a core set, but yeah. everything is related to the theme. So they did a Dungeons and Dragons set yeah. where every card was like, you know, a character from Dungeons and Dragons or like a spell or whatever. Okay. Uh, they've also said that Gandalf's sword will have a, its own card most likely. So uh, okay. Just a little bit of a different thing that we don't necessarily cover, but I thought That's it was so cool. Yeah, because cool. you posted these, and like, literally, like an hour before, I was I was uh, touring the Elden Ring pages, and somebody had posted um, Yu-Gi-Oh Elden Ring theme cards. And I was like, oh, that's so funny. But these are actual real cards. I was like, oh, shit. Okay. I was going to be cheeky and <laughs> throw mine on there, too. And then I was like, it. oh, no, these are actual real cards. This is so cool. I would absolutely, like, every single one of these uh, lands, I would mm. try and get graded. The Gandalfs. Yeah, they're beautiful. Absolutely. Depending on the character, I would absolutely try and get these graded. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the goal there. Sorry, Zach. What was the... Outs? What was the release date on that? Did we? Did you say? Uh, let me. Uh, Lord of the Rings. MTG. Sam was asking in the chat there. Yeah. So these. Uh, let's see. They're not released yet. Let's see here. June twenty third, two thousand twenty three. So right around my birthday. Decent. Uh, one sixties nuts says they have alternative art with Elvish language, which look awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um. Sam says the D and D took me forever to complete. Probably have almost four extra sets. Sam, holla at your boy. I might be interested. Uh, so our main topic today was supposed to be one scene wonders, but looking through the show sheet, I was like, you know what? I feel like something happened this, um, the week leading up to the show that you never see. And I felt like it was really important that we actually, uh, talked about it. So, um, toys buying agent, one of the most reputable, um, retailers for uh, hot toys overseas uh they sent out an email and i'm gonna read it for you we regret to inform you that all pre-orders of the nart products joker batman and gandalf on our site will be canceled our top level wholesaler falsely claimed to deal directly with nart and collected deposits from various parties including our supplier before absconding with the funds 
As a result, we are unable to fulfill your orders, and we were recently informed of this situation by our trustworthy supplier, and have have still received a full refund. I feel like they meant to say yet to receive a full refund. We understand that this is disappointing news, and we want to make things right for you. As a gesture of goodwill, we would like to offer the following forms of compensation. Uh, one, we will issue a full refund for your deposits. Alternatively, you may choose to transfer the deposit to another item of your choice on our website. Two, we'll be sending coupons to customers who were affected by this incident. These coupons can be used for any item on our website as a token of our appreciation for your continued support. We would like to emphasize that this incident has not affected any other pre-orders on our website except for in our products. You can continue to place orders for other products with confidence as our supplier. And we have been dealing directly with these brands and companies for many years. Uh, we remain committed to providing you with the best possible service and ensuring your satisfaction. In addition, we have decided not to sell any products from NR in the future. We apologize for any frustration or inconvenience this may have caused. We value your business and hope to continue to serve you in the future. If you have any questions, and it kind of goes on from there. Uh, this was huge. This was absolutely huge. Um, to say, there, there's this phrase that I've been um, hearing this week, Dean, uh, with this bank that, that supposedly has gone under that needs a bailout, like a bank run, right? When when a bank is failing and every customer tries to pull their money out, it can cause a real bad situation. And I almost feel like that almost happened here, right? When this email went out, um, people freaked out. I've seen so many posts of people looking for uh open pre-order slots i've seen posts of people um you know asking if anyone has one for sale i've seen posts of people like desperately trying to find a retailer that can fulfill their order and it's crazy it's just absolutely crazy fortunately the people that are in our group uh we've been able to connect them to other retailers that have stock available but man, this this really tripped up the community. I'm curious um, what you guys think about it because it's 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 obviously not toys buying agents' fault. I think that they've done as much as they can do in it. Yeah. You know, obviously the way the email is worded, the way that I read it is almost like, hey, we haven't even gotten our money back yet, but we're gonna take care of y'all first. Yeah. Though that's not the way they've written it, but that's the way the vibe that I got. Yeah, I was shocked that they're giving the money back. Because I started reading it, I was like, oh my god. They got bamboozled, and the collector's going to pay for it. But no, they did the right thing, and they're paying people back. I think it's one devastating for the collector, because that pre-order is gone. It is fucking out of here. Um and it's also devastating for Inart because Toys Buying Agent is like, you know what? We're not even going to fucking bother buying their shit in the future because this has soured them so badly. So it's bad for everyone all around. It's bad for Toys Buying Agent because they're not going to be making money selling figures. It's bad for Inart because they're not going to be making money selling figures. And it's bad for the collector because what the fuck are they supposed to do? It's gone. Unless, unless Inart feels bad for everybody and reopens the pre-orders, but that's going to piss a lot of people off. So, I mean, it really fucked everybody, really. It's, it's a sad situation, but it could have been a lot worse. Because then imagine if Toys Buying Agents said, well, sorry, we don't have your money either, right? Um, 
it's a very crappy situation because everybody who was expecting it had trust in the order. Um, it's gone. I think now toy buying agent has to be smart with who they do business with. The fact that they're saying they're not going to sell in art at all. I don't know about that. That could be a good stance, but I, I'd be, you know, why not find a middleman or someone that were, like, I don't know how the stuff works behind the scenes, but a distribution a line that would be trustworthy because at the end of the day, they have, it could be a major hit for toys uh, for them because then if I'm going to take my, if you're not going to sell in art and I want in art figures and I'm going to take my business from you and go somewhere else for an in art figure, well, that company or that person may scoop up my business for all the other stuff as well if I'm treated well over there. 100%. So it's very, very dangerous to come out and say, well, we're not going to be carrying any in art going forward. I think that can be devastating to um, to the business. We'll have to see in the future. But I would almost say, though, John, like the risk of having this happen again is so great that I feel like that's really the only answer, right? Like, we're just not going to carry Inart again because it's the new well, company. How are these other guys doing it? We got burned by us. Well, I, I don't know. They could be using different suppliers. But I guess what I'm saying is, like, can you imagine if if, if they kept carrying Inart oh, and yeah, for some for reason sure. it happened again, they couldn't fulfill an order? It's almost like quit while you're ahead. You know what I mean? At least that's the vibe that I get. Yeah. I think the big win with Toys Buying Agent here was that they were able to get ahead of – uh, being kind of community blasted through places like Facebook as well. Like, they got this message out as soon as they clearly found this information out, um, which I think was important because it still solidifies the trust that I would have from buying from these folks again. I agree with you, Zach. I, like, I can see why they're not willing to put their, their deck of cards on, on in art again just to potentially get burned again. Like, you know, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, like, shame on you, right? And I think that's, like you can't do business that way when it comes to buying overseas and stuff like this. I wouldn't be totally surprised if InArt's able to distribute in other places in the world in the next year or two anyways. Um, so I think we'll be able to just overall get our figures from wherever, but it sucks. It It's devastating for the collector. I do feel bad for these folks here at Toys Buying Agent that they had to um, kind of show their hand and show kind of what like they're dealing with. And at least, like Dean said, these folks who put in the pre-order at the very least they lost their figure but at least they get their money back um yeah and i do think that there will be a lot of uh, regretful buyers from the in art figure i think there's a lot of people who bought that figure because of fomo who will end up selling it after the fact it may be at a higher yeah. cost which would still suck but i think there will be ways to get it if you got burned uh, from this so yeah it sucks all around uh, for sure but at least they were transparent and quick to getting their message out. And Doc Smizzle says, I'm waiting for Kit to send me the same email soon. My conspiracy is Inart can't handle the volume and that they're throwing empty boxes down by the river, but who knows? <laughs> he also says, uh, rumor is 15,000 jokers on order and none of their other pre-orders came anywhere close to those order numbers. I have to imagine they're getting ready to get done with this release. Yeah, that one seemed to really, uh, really vibe well with the community there, so... Uh, we'll see what happens going forward. Um, as far as I know, the people that are in our group were taken care of. So, like, obviously for me, that's the most important thing. But, you know, definitely don't want collectors to be frustrated and have to pay, you know, way over uh, aftermarket, you know, when they've been led to believe their order was been secure. So hopefully this doesn't happen with any of the other future releases or with any of the other distributors slash retailers because that would be, um, be brutal. 
uh, hot seat. Uh, let's uh, let's do it like we did last week, right? I think that was a fun way to do it. I'm not going to put a time on the clock. I'm just going to let you guys talk for a few minutes and uh, give you guys some points. Here's my question for you all. And you guys decide who goes first, second, third. I don't care. Only giving you plus points, not negative points. Um, we're at that point of the year, for those that are in school, you're starting to get spring break. You're starting to get some report cards uh, about three months into the year. I want you to name a figure company and a license. So these can be exclusive. So for example, Hot Toys and Back to the Future, whatever. You don't have to give me a grade. Uh, you'll, you'll be asked to give me a grade for each of them and why. And uh, they don't have to be related. So you know you could do any combination of a company making toys in any scale and a license. Uh, who wants to go first? Do they just have to have the license? I'll go nope, first. Nope. So, so, so the, the, they don't have to be exclusive is like, you could give me Hasbro for the company and you can give me magic, the gathering for the license or whatever. So they could be totally non-exclusive. Uh, Dean, you're going first. Uh, let yeah. me get the hot seat scores up. Uh, Dean with one point, John with two, Marco with three and Ben with two. The floor is yours and you guys feel free to jump in whenever you're ready. Hopefully I understood the question correctly. So I'm going with uh, McFarlane, and the license is DC. I'm giving them a solid B, B plus. They are pumping figures out like nobody's business. Uh, they keep announcing them. They keep coming out on time. They're, you know, pretty good. Um, the only reason I'm not giving them an A is they do the same goddamn characters over and over and over and over and over again. It's like, how many fucking Batman do we possibly need? Second uh, company, Bandai, uh, specifically SH Figure Arts, the license, Dragon Ball Z. I'm giving them a big old fat fucking F, making it impossible to get a figure that's complete because you have to buy eight different figures that cost... 80 to 160 dollars each it's like okay if it, if you're gonna be a build a figure wave you gotta fucking price these things accordingly because fuck you i have to buy that many just to get all the different head sculpts for one goddamn character hell no so yeah that, those are you my really own. you really struck a nerve with me there dean now <laughs> just as a because i've i've been very fucking frustrated like yeah it's great the first figure's 35 dollars. i gotta buy 450 dollars worth of figures to get all this shit yeah um just so just a clarification there a company so you could say hasbro and then the license could be like dragon ball z they don't have to be related just a company grade and a license grade two different grades two so different it could reasons. be like a hot toys and a or an in art and a and a Sopranos figures license exactly, but exactly. What, then how do we grading it? What grade does Inart get so far this year, and what grade does that license get? Because like if you say Star Wars is your license, there's a lot of different. Oh, you know, Lego, I thought Marvel it was Legends. the the. Yeah, that's company. why I said they don't have to be related. Okay, okay. I just want to get you guys' take on multiple. But things. mine but, were good. Dean, you did hit a nerve with me, so I think you <laughs> okay. some points for that one. Oh, like how um, other companies are tackling it compared to the other company. So I like, think you guys are overthinking it. Okay, so. Okay, first, let's okay, do just, how Dean did it. I think how Dean yeah, did it. Yeah, fine. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. In my head, it sounded like um, it would make a lot of sense, but perhaps it doesn't. Maybe. Maybe it's too late. Maybe it's the time. All right, change. John. Uh, I would go. Um, I really liked McFarlane and what they did with their Avatar line. I think it was a, a well executed line with having uh, Natiri and Jake 
and you have the banshees as well and how you can set them up in the air and everything i think that was a well executed line and a lot of people were excited i'll go i'll give them an uh, a minus for that line uh for let's see here i'm gonna give it in art as well i'm gonna give them for their uh their dc and tackling joker i think from where they started to where they are today where with people receiving them in hand the figure was executed beautifully and really ex excelled in the expectations uh, that collectors were having for it um on a bad front yeah there's so many though i'll leave some for ben uh yeah i'll end it there i'll leave it there All right there's uh some. let me just before ben goes uh mars toys a plus batman 89 figures mars uh and dc a plus by 160s nuts uh bob dylan Asmus c plus dj all the companies that have the attack on titan license get a big fat f where the fuck is the figures or statue of the final season i'd spend an ungodly amount of money on them yeah. uh ben uh two companies give me some grades uh so my first i was uh i was gonna say mars but i won't say that quite yet i'll give you mondo toys and what they've done with the masters of the universe he-man line uh, we just recently got Trapjaw. That thing sold out within their timed pre-order window. They've sold their Battle Cat now, their He-Man figure, the Skeletor. Like they're having a banger, banger lineup with that, and really bringing those to six scale life. Uh, so I give them an A plus for that line. Exo uh, Six. Uh, I would give a C to uh, this year. Uh, we've barely seen really any releases from Exo 6. They keep delaying things. We, they keep telling us more and more is coming. We keep getting a lot of really sideways messaging from the from the business owner, and then we don't get a lot back. So we have got the 7 of 9. I know some people have her in hand. I think she looks okay. Uh, for that figure, I would only still give it about a 7 out of 10. I've heard that the articulation is very poor. So still C plus from XO6. And then Mars was actually my number one pick for what they've done with the DC line. I, th I know that they're not licensed DC. Uh, that's why I asked earlier, uh, Zach. But what they've done with the Batman Forever line, the Keaton-verse, uh, what we're seeing with the 66 Joker universe, like it's absolutely insane some of the quality that they're giving us for very, very reasonable pricing. Uh, so I'm really excited to see what else they give us in the future. I'm going to give 10 points to Thor Gaming, Zack Wonderland 10 plus, or A plus <laughs> rather. Uh, Prime 1, B minus, they continue to show stuff on the Prime 1 events, but it takes ages to go on pre-order. Star Ace, the boys, Z minus. Um, I'll throw my hat in the ring here. Um, Star Wars Hasbro. Um, I'm going to go C plus. I think the fact that this year they're uh, turning away from pre-orders is a bit weird. And just in general, Hasbro, the whole uh, windowless packaging thing, I think has been more trouble than it's worth. I would probably wager perhaps the environmental effects might be mitigated by all the hassle that it's been with people getting figure swap figures and having to drive back to the store to get their money back or having to return things from Amazon and ship those to and fro. Um, I imagine there's got to be some plus and minuses there. Uh, another company, um, Hot Toys Back to the Future, I think i got to give them a, a, a D- minus at this point. I think uh, the Marty McFly, I think, is a great figure, but I think some of the missteps with Doc, with the sculpt issues, uh, Einstein issues, the plutonium cardboard, and now the DeLorean that seems to be willing to fall apart. Um, I, I think for a license as prestigious as that, I think you know, I think you gotta got to have a little bit more quality there. Uh, and then Mars Toys, I think A+. I think they've killed it this year, I think. I think everything that they've released at this point has been as good as what they've solicited, if not better. And I think as a collecting community, I think we're you know, we're fortunate to have a company putting out stuff like that. So 
Uh, that's the hot seat. You guys got a lot of points today. Uh, very well done. My apologies if the question was confusing. No, no. Our um, movie for tonight, uh, blockbuster movie of the week, rather, Jack Black stars in Nacho Libre. Ignacio, or Nacho, is his friend's uh to his friends works as a cook in the mexican monastery where he grew up the monastery is home to a host of orphans whom nacho cares for deeply but there's not much money to feed them properly nacho decides to raise money for the children by moonlighting as a lucha libre wrestler with his partner esqueleto but since the church forbids lucha nacho must disguise his identity this movie is one of the greatest movies of all time Full stop. Um, my dad has probably legitimately seen this movie no less than a thousand times. It is his favorite film of all time. And because of that, I too have seen this movie many times because when I'm at his house, that's the movie he's watching. And it's just so good. And it upsets me that there has not been a Hot Toys you know, because the Latins, we don't get a lot of hot toys. Or we don't get a lot of collectibles. There hasn't been a hot toys. There hasn't been a third party. There hasn't been a, an outfit set. I will tell you this. When Collecting Weekly gets super famous, the first thing I'm doing is we're fucking commissioning someone to make us this figure. Because this is what we need in our collection. After our figures. We are famous. Of right? course. When we get more famous. Because I don't know if they will pull you out to ask a company to make this. But... This movie is awesome. The plot is great. It's hilarious. It's a very noble film. Super silly. Some great iconic characters. Uh, I mean, this... I would even say I'd buy a NECA at this point of this. Because it's like, there's nothing. Okay. There's a Funko Pop. There's a Funko Pop with a chase. Which I got my dad for his birthday many years ago. And that thing is like, almost like $200 now. Uh, In in art. With rooted hair. Bro, if in art, bro, with rooted hair, bro, say less, bro. I want a the sound chip. The two-pack with the uh, the mask on, bro. I want a sound chip. <laughs> that would be awesome. uh, 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 uh. Uh, uh. Dude, this movie is incredible. <laughs> Jack Black kills it. Um, I love it. I love I love everything about this movie. You, I think you said everything. This movie can do no wrong. Yeah, you said it. Where the also, cheeks. terrible what happened to Ramsey's... Uh, <laughs> Oh, that guy yeah, passed away in a horrible way. <laughs> uh, but Where yeah. are the cheeps? Where's the flavor? Do you not realize I've had diarrhea since Easter's? Bro, <laughs> this movie's quote, quotable Potential. quotes are ungodly. Um, this movie came out when I was in high school, and we loved it, right? And every single time, the place to go eat would be Chili's. And if most plates at the time came with a corn on the cob and i would wait until one of my friends was about to eat it and i would slap it out of his hands get that corn out of my face every single time dude without fail and he never saw it coming it was the funniest shit in the world i adore this movie it's so good one paz vega beautiful that woman is gorgeous um but yeah jack black just fucking became nacho like usually when i watch his movies i'm like oh it's just jack black pretending to be somebody this was like oh this is a different guy this is nacho libre like it's just so good he's like hey chacho let me borrow some suede <laughs> and the little kid rolls out of bed <laughs> oh my god dude the fucking go away read some books <laughs> 
I get a slight correction up. there, Dean. It's what? not Paz Vega. It's Ana de la Reguara. It's not Paz For, Vega? No, it's not. I thought so, too, and I had to double check it. Oh, my God. For the I nun, right? Yeah. Can't you tell this woman is a nun? Like, <laughs> Dude. Summon your eagle powers. What do you think Dude, I'm when doing? He's that fucking eagle egg, bro. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Legendary. Um, the, yeah, everything about this movie is fucking fantastic. Um, Esteban, his his uh, his partner, is uh, Esqueleto, fucking hilarious. Uh, I like it because he's all, he's like a homeless guy when he first meets him, and then they start uh-huh. wrestling and start making money, and he gets his teeth done. They go buy stupid clothes. <laughs> Because, you know, what they don't really know. He's in the glow up, bro. Yeah, and it's like, it's just so endearing. Like, the character is so lovable, and he just wants to chase his dream. And, and at the end, it's like, really, all he wants to do is have his own, uh, you know, orphanage where the kids are treated properly because he grew up where he currently works, and he grew up, you know, treated like shit. And it, it's just a, it's just a really cute movie. And uh, if you have not seen it, do yourself a favor. Watch this movie. It's just a feel-good movie. Like, it's so funny. It's so cute. It's amazing. Jack Black is a national treasure, this guy. I miss him. I miss his movies. He needs to come out of whatever hole he's hiding in. He's in movies all the time. No, not, 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 what was his last movie? uh fucking jumanji he's yeah. he's, he's bowser coming up okay but i'm talking um, about like this stuff like this where he's like okay the star. that's fair school of rock school of rock yeah yeah. Come you're on. not wrong but this he does is, do stuff yeah he does those superhero youtube videos those little shorts he does but anyways, those are hilarious 54 percent shockingly on ron tomatoes the audience score and 5.8 on IMDb. those are all white people I don't know. I grew up with this with my sister. Wow. We, that corn comment, she always used to say, get that corn. Listen, this is this is a classic. Again, this goes up there with School of Rock. Um, I miss movies like this where you can sit back, shut off the brain, and just laugh. From the heart, laugh. From inside. Yeah. Uh, we don't get that anymore. But for me, I would recommend watching this. You watch this anytime. Multiple hey, you. times. Send me some of that corn. Send me some of that corn for later. We used to sing that song. Are you kidding? That song used to get stuck in my head. Bro, all I know the, the Ramsey song by heart, bro. By heart, I could sing it. <laughs> oh, man. This is a classic. Oh, my God. I, just listening to you quote it, Dean, I think is probably the, like my favorite part. Pretty much. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. You're telling uh, me this shit is 54% on Rotten Tomatoes. How dare Rotten Tomatoes? Dude, look at this! Amazing. I'm 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 willing to get the claim for this. Look at this beautiful cinematography, Steven Spielberg. I can't believe that's not Las Vega. So, so much hang time. It's just a classic. That's all. It's like not. It's just a good comedy. You just turn your brain off exactly. and just laugh. There's too much shit going on in the world. So when this movie came out, everybody told me how funny it was. And I had the same feeling with Napoleon Dynamite when it came out. Everybody told me how funny that movie was. And then I ended up watching it by myself, and I didn't like it at all the first time I watched it. 
This is years ago. Come here, Tina, so, you fat lord. So when it came up as movie of the week this week, I honestly wasn't actually looking all that forward to it because I hadn't remembered it being all that good. And I got to say, I was absolutely wrong. I had a great time watching this with my buddy the other night. We laughed our ass off, dude. And it was like, and like, as I said, hearing Dean quote it again, just like brought me right back. I had to mute myself. I was laughing so hard in the background, dude. It was so good. So... If you've watched it before and didn't love it, give it at least one more chance. Because, as I said, this actually, I think, now is my favorite Jack Black movie. Um, it was awesome. So, great pick, boys. Great pick. Dude, that's so crazy. On IMDb, it there's literally a thing where it's like, this actress looks like Buzz Vega. <laughs> that's kind of <laughs> wild. That's not the same woman. My, my whoever Who said that? Blew my mind. Thank you for pointing that out. Zach, are you mute? Oh, no. Not sure? No. <laughs> We um, should do Napoleon Dynamite one day. You, it's been a while should. since your, I've seen that one, too. Your pick is after Dean's. Dean, your pick yeah, for Movie of the Week. Well, now I'm tempted to say School of Rock, but I really oh. want Marco to see Face Off. What do you guys The world think? is your oyster. I want to see Face Off. It's been a while since I've seen It's been a while since I've seen Face Off. Okay. I'd watch it again. All right. Face Off I'm is our cool movie I'm not cool enough to week. be in the band. <laughs> Uh, next week should be Mikasa. I think it's called. Uh, it's a Will Ferrell movie, completely in Spanish. I've heard of that film. I'm not a not fan of Will Ferrell. I was, but he's just. I don't know. He's too much sometimes. He is too much. Uh, Dean, you know who's not too much? These sweet angels, the pillars that keep the uh, the empire going. The sweet, beautiful <laughs> angels. Give a quick shout out to Ian CB, Renee Mendez, Eric Mariscal. Uh, Quinn Aguirre, King Louis, Mark Pearson, and Kevin, Paul Schreiber, Equan, Chris Valens, Serena, Ben Thomas, Chris Letty, David Jones, Sam Guest, Daminator, Joao Breda, Thomas Clark, Eric Switzer, Six Guns, Figs, Bad Fish, Sweet Sweet Danny Lee, Deanie Martin, Stephen Krepp, Big Old Fern, Cesar Marquin, Mark Phillips, Lisa Martin Bomonsky, Rick DeGregorio, The Everyday Collector, Ricardo Valdez, Jose CZ, Erwin Azucena, the illustrious Rainer, Alan Morgan, Tukothri Wad, Derek B, Arius Portillo, Mark Randolph, Alvin J, Jazz Carroll, Joe Ridley, Pablo Meza, D Rock, Matt Clevenger, Seth Tucker, CC3PO, Scott Smith, Dalmaton, Jimmy James, Stephen Percha, Sean Usby, Scott Bradley, Steve and Maria Stanley, Eddie Manzanaris, Louis Bennett, Chip Perrin, Jimmy Hernandez, Gigi the Judgmental, and Brenton Palmer. What a bunch of angels. Absolute angels. In March, the sticker that we're doing is the Papa Ox Collecting Weekly sticker. Uh, April, uh, we'll probably put up a, uh, questions in the uh, Patreon chat so that we can get some ideas for April. Uh, we also have an opportunity for an exclusive sticker uh, at Star Wars Celebration. Uh, if you go and you find Ian and Pete, they'll be handing out some OFAC stickers. I'll uh, hopefully grab a picture of that for the uh, for the slides for the next show. But yeah, if you're going to be in celebration, that's the only way to get that sticker, and um, it'll be a, a real nice little sticker that Ian, Pete, and Manny designed. Uh, for Patreon, it starts at five dollars a month. You get uh, the digital access to all of our benefits. Uh, Ten uh, seven fifty a month, rather, is the Sweet Angel tier. You get. Um, Stickers sent straight to your door, as well as access to Ox After Dark Replay. The certified crispy tier is the uh, crispy certificate and figure fix assistance. And the $25 tier is the Pog Deluxe set and doubles of all the stickers that we send and all the benefits of the previous tiers. If you want to join Patreon, click that link there. 
uh, on your YouTube screen. Channel members, we have Mojo Z78, Absolute Irwin, uh, LV Avengers 702, OMFG Rick, S Beam, Andres IB, Daminator, Samgus, Thomas Clark, Benjamin Hansen, Chris V, Biggle Fern, Cram, Alvin J, OG Fan, Mark Pearson, Ben Thomas, Paul Schreiber, Andrew Gibo, uh, CC3PO, Carlito, CT603, Eddie Mendez, B Chan, Fat Batman, Justin Sports Cards Museum, and Philip the Fool. Appreciate you guys for. Uh, being a part of the YouTube channel membership, you get loyalty badges uh, and special emojis starting at 99 cents a month if you're a Patreon member or $2.99 if you are not. As far as the network goes, we have After Dark tomorrow at 10.30. Uh, we have Small Talk this Thursday uh, and then uh, Friday, of course, Collector's Club. Uh, this weekend, I don't know exactly what we're doing this weekend, but it'll either be uh, Dungeons & Dragons um, or... Um, what is it, uh, OxPD or Red Dead Redemption? So it just depends on kind of what we got uh, in the back room. But I'll, I'll know a little bit better uh, once I talk to Cody. But, uh, yeah, we'll definitely be doing something for you guys this weekend. And, of course, on Sunday's question of the week. Looking at Public here, we have uh, plenty of shirts for you guys to check out there. Uh, I think they just came off sale. So, to be honest, I would hold off because uh, I think that they're a better value at $13 as opposed to 20 uh, but yeah, there's tons of new designs, and we actually just put up that exclusive OFAC celebration t-shirt there, if you guys want to check that out. Uh, John, can you read the socials for me? Of course, we got on Facebook, Collecting Weekly, as well as Collecting Weekly Auxiliary, the main Facebook group. Instagram, we got at Collecting Weekly, at Collecting Weekly underscore clips, and at The Everyday Collector. Check those out. Social media pages, you guys should all be on there already. Yeah, of course. Uh, shout out time. I want to shout out my daughter. It's her birthday on Thursday and she turned six. Yay. So that's very cool. Uh, she's a wonderful child. Love you, Vivi, if you're watching. Um, spring break right now. So it's been a little crazy this week at our house. Uh, but yeah, shout out to everyone in the chat. A little bit of a short show tonight. Uh, not a ton of news, but you guys stuck with us nonetheless. Uh, Dean, do you have any shout outs you want to give? Yeah, it's actually my sister Lisa's birthday. Uh, she's a Patreoni. So shout Lisa her Martin Bomanski. Yeah, she's feeling a little under the weather today, so she's not Uh-oh. really enjoying her birthday. But shout her out. She's a she's a good big sister. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, shout um, out to Dean. Sorry, John. Uh, shout no. out to Dean, uh, Marco, and Pete from OFAC. Uh, I had my uh, first uh, like really big live stream on Sunday this past week at 3 p.m. Uh, on the Ben Thomas show, those guys joined, made it a really fun show, we had a really good time. So if you guys missed that live show, uh, check it out on the replay. Uh, I will be live again on Sunday this week at the same time, 3 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, that's 2, uh, 2 p.m. Pacific, I believe. Uh, and Sean Usby wants to be on uh, this week, and I think Pete from OFAC is making his return. So uh, wow. if any of you guys want to join, you guys can absolutely jump in with me as well. But yeah, we'll have some fun on Sunday afternoon uh, live stream as well. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, the XO6 7 of 9 release. Uh, some of the uh, the definitive Luke Skywalkers uh, and The Last of Us 2 game uh, and if they should convert the show uh, into the game. We'll see. So stay tuned. But yeah, have a good time and thanks for joining, boys. I appreciate it. Shout out to Joe, a.k.a. Fat Batman, Patreoni. Happy birthday, brother. Today's his birthday. Hope you had an awesome day. Um, yeah, and yeah. of course all the community members, everyone who shows up on Tuesdays to listen to us, and on Fridays with the statue show, you guys all rock. I talked to Joe on Friday. Uh, he was real excited. His 
wonderful mother bought him a 3D printer and he was asking me some advice. So uh, hopefully I have a call with him this week to kind of give him a crash course on some of the slicing programs. And uh, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, we can get him printing this week, get him into that world of 3D printing. So uh, nice. that, that'll be... Uh, That'll definitely be, um, you know, I think it's great because he's like, dude, as soon as I got this, you're the first person I wanted to call because it is confusing. And I think if you, what, really? I, I've always said that if you can help uh, someone, you know, with some, something like this, I think you should. So first person I usually want to call the Ghostbusters. Man. Wow. Even for 3D printing. <laughs> hey? um, the last person I want to call. Wow. Okay. Let's get around here. <laughs> um, anyways. Yeah. Shout out everyone. Like I said, real short news well, week, but uh, I moved we up pushed it. We pushed it through for almost two hours, so <sighs> love you guys. And uh, yeah, I'm Zach. I'm Dean. I'm John. And I'm Ben. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye.